Well, what? No, I just thought I'd jump in there. You oh. gave me a one-second <laughs> pause. Welcome to episode 93 of Two Piece Starts Live. Uh, he's Tim. And he is Ray. We hope you enjoy the show. Today. we got a lot to live up to, Tim. Yeah, Last what's your song going to be this week, huh? <laughs> How editing Tim's audio takes four times as long as my own. <laughs> You know, I've I've been happy with the last few episodes of the podcast. I feel like we've really reached our stride. Yeah, things have been going really well. That doesn't always happen. Like you don't you don't know until we're in the middle of it. Well, and you can't plan that stuff. It's not like, okay, Ray, at the thirty minute mark, I'm gonna start talking about Netflix, <laughs> and you are just gonna laugh. I mean, you can't do that, right? <laughs> For those of you who didn't know, we actually planned that talk that, right there. Yeah, that, that Tim was gonna that say, went I'm really gonna well, laugh Ray. Back. Good job, good job. Because nothing Tim ever says is actually funny, so I have to fake Come laugh. Come <laughs> That was good, Tim. You know, when I wrote "Come on" into the script, I didn't think you'd oh, say yeah, it that well. Oh, good. The that funny thing is, uh, last week the only part that was scripted was Ray wanted me to interrupt his song last week, mm. and so he's like, "Tim, you got to like come up with some like things to say to interrupt me." But then people are like, "I wish I had a version of the song without Tim interrupting me." <laughs> Can we get another version of the song? I'm like, oh, Ray. <laughs> You ruined it for people. They actually like your song there. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you don't like the song, though, which I'm sure many people didn't, I can see that coming easily. You know, they still have someone they can anchor to. Right. You know, right. they're like, oh, okay, well, he hates the song, so therefore I can still enjoy it. Yes, you know? yes. You actually listen to the whole thing? All right, well, moving on to <laughs> comic talk. This week's comic was Hit and Miss. Yeah, in a way, this was kind of a guest strip, too, huh? In a way, yeah. Uh, John Watts came up with the idea, and I'm like, oh, that's friggin' brilliant, dude. So I was really excited to get going on that. The whole Where Are You Now thing was something I mentioned a long time ago when I was talking about doing different themes mm. and occasionally bringing stuff back up. This is like the perfect Where Are You Now comic because, well, it was actually a pretty funny idea. Yes. And the duck, I mean, yeah, we haven't really seen much of the duck since uh, 1988, so... Yeah, and one of the one of the hidden kind of jokes within the comic is that that's why the Aflac duck seems so distressed all the time, you know? He's like, Aflac! Like, he's just <laughs> he's just irritated this is his life now. Like, yeah, that's, exactly. <laughs> he's just irritated. Like, oh, I gotta go to work. I gotta do this. Uh, you, really, you really need to take those Aflac commercials and put them up, back up on YouTube, but uh, insert the dog's shadow like <laughs> in every frame or something, you know. Because I mean, that that really... you had mentioned put the dog in it somewhere, and I'm like, I yeah. don't know, like that's I don't know how to pull that off. And I'm like, what if he's the cameraman? So the idea stemmed at first. I was gonna have like a camera right by the like the front left of the frame, kind of blurred out, and then like hit the the shadow of the camera and the dog would be there. But eventually, mm. I just distilled it down to just the dog's shadow, which again is really difficult to pull off because i didn't want it to be too noticeable yeah, let, me, let, me, that... let me stop you right there okay Ray. okay i gotta say i've stopped looking for anything hidden in the comics because ray sits here up on his throne of apple displays <laughs> and has the perfect contrast ratio whether it's dark or light <laughs> and he's like here's a white background i'm gonna go one little tiny shade brighter so that's instead of radiant white it's just plain white i mean i swear i could look on any pc you know screen and never see anything what you're talking about you know <laughs> you know it's funny that you're mentioning like the like the one shade it's actually less than a shade, is what. I oh my gosh! <laughs> like I, I've literally had it like one percent or whatever. Sometimes I'm like, I think it's still too much, oh but I can't. Gosh. But I can't put in half a percent, right? So, <laughs> so what? So what I'll do is I'll take that one percent 
opacity layer and I'll make it into a smart object. You know, it's like, okay, and that's an image at 100%, 50. I'll put it at 50%. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, it's so difficult. And yeah, my throne includes two iPhones at, on the coasters, by mm, the way. Yes, yes, exactly. It's not, it's not even like cup holder, it's not even like cup holder chair. It's like, it's just two iPhone docks on each side. And I just dock the iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> what we need to do is get you an old VGA monitor and say, if you can't read the comic and laugh at every hidden joke on this VGA monitor, you're not putting it in the comic. I kind of see it this way, though. We're only going to get better with monitors in the future. When you come back to these comics, they'll become as they were intended, instead of, mm. oh, well, this was back when he was trying to display it for those crappy monitors. It's like monitors. George like... Lucas's special edition of Star Wars. Like, <laughs> right. If he only had the special effects he could have inserted <laughs> back in the early 80s. All right, I got to go off topic for a second here. Uh, speaking of special effects in George Lucas films, did you see the new Avatar trailer? I have seen the new Avatar trailer, okay. yes. Now, I can't tell you how many people I've heard, oh man, the special effects in that make star the Star Wars prequels look like kids play. Well, yeah, but... Where was this film, what, 10 years ago? You know, yeah, like, the Star Wars <laughs> prequels have come out, come and gone a long time ago. <laughs> it's like, oh man, like, up uh, puts Toy Story to shame. Yeah, I would hope wait, wait, so. Wait. What, when, since when were we holding up the Star Wars prequels as, like, the end-all, be-all of special effects? But honestly, but when those came out, they were really impressive. Well, the first I mean, one was. The second one has one of the worst special effects scenes I've ever seen in any movie. Which one's that? Where Anakin's, like, in the meadow with... Padme with mm, that like yeah. that there's animal thing. Yeah, there's something like awkward in the about back that. of yeah. it. It was so awkward. Oh, I hated that scene. Tim, here's the thing. You hate love. Come on, you gotta admit that was a that was a <laughs> just a miserable from, part of the movie. From what I remember, it was him trying to balance on top of that uh, on top of that beast. Whoa, and whoa, it was clearly <laughs> Clearly, like a CG person, you know. Yes. It's like, it's like, well, can we have a stunt person ride the beast? Like, no, well, the no. beast doesn't exist, so we're just gonna have to CG a person in general. <laughs> I hate that scene so much. Um, we're way off topic here. The thing I will mention though is, is I had a, a friend Matt was like, so Ray, I feel, I I love how people go over your comic with like a microscopic <laughs> comb. You know, they're just pixel combing pixel. through your comic for every single detail. And I'm like, that's a good point because unfortunately we're feeding each other's fire now. Like, I don't know when it got started. I wonder what the first hidden detail joke of a comic mm. was that got this we'll thing to, going. We'll have but, to have somebody go comb through our comic archives of the fine tooth comb to find it. But here's why I have a love-hate relationship. <laughs> I, just, I just realized <laughs> what you said. My guess is, if I didn't have the details in that comic, people would be like, eh, it was okay. Mm. It was alright, but there weren't any details. You know what I mean? Well, because they're used to it. Right! That's the problem. Now it's like every week, it's like, well, if there aren't hidden details, it's not a very good 2P Start comic. Because I've, I've come to expect more from 2P Start. Yep, uh, that's, that's a problem. Well, for every great comic comes great comments. This week's suggestion box was no different. My comment of the week goes to Dr. Oswald, who said, I really liked the farewell song in the last podcast, purely for its humor value. I also liked Tim's comments during the song. If there ever is a 2P Start fan game, this would be great game over music. <laughs> I think that the podcasts are much better than the comics at this point. The comics tend to be hit and miss. See what he did there? See what he did there? Oh, well, the podcasts are consistently great. I like it when you guys go off topic, but that is when the funniest things happen. Well, thanks, Dr. Oswald. Yeah, sounds sounds good. I mean, the truth is, 
if you like the content of the podcast, it's because you would like eavesdropping on a phone call between Tim and Ray, you know? <laughs> that's easier to... If you like that, that's pretty easy to keep liking every week <laughs> as opposed to a comic idea that we have to, like, figure out. And, right, you know. yes. Well, they're very different things. I mean, the comics and the podcasts are two completely different yeah. beasts. One's a real beast and one's a CG beast. Right. <laughs> but sometimes when we go off topic, we're like a dude trying to balance on top of that beast, you know? <laughs> and whoa, sometimes whoa. it just doesn't look right. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't whoa, look right. Whoa. But I... <laughs> Uh, and when yeah, and when we and uh, I used to roll around the grass a lot with my girlfriend. But okay, now it's over. So <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna throw me in there somewhere, and I was no. just gonna stop you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, I have a comment of the week as well. Um, KVB had said, "Typical that Tim's favorite game ever is so boring and monotonous." Oh snap. Well, KBB, you've just had your pro status snapped away from you, and you've been IP banned from the site. So hmm. enjoy the rest of your life. No. Um, Cramill kind of came up behind him and, and gave him a nice, don't be dissing Bad News Baseball. It's only the <laughs> best baseball game ever made. And that's true. It is only the best baseball game <laughs> ever made. That's fact. I checked Wikipedia. I have never seen a foul ball caught outside of a foul tip from the catcher ever in 20 years of playing this game, okay? It happened last week for the first time, like on Wednesday. Let me tell you something, Tim. You brought this that, up last week. But this is, again, this is another I, another I example. cut it out of the podcast. Oh. You know why? Because it's not interesting. No one cares. You are such a jerk. <laughs> you know, what if somebody said that about Brawl, huh? You'd, People you'd do be... it all the time. Well, it's true. Brawl sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, moving on, moving on. Rick and Rick, Rick I'm sorry, that's totally wrong. Rick and Rick, a remix. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this uh, with this segment, I wish mention a video game remix favorite. Who made it, and where you can download it. This week, it's a remix from Sonic the Hedgehog. Imagine that. It's live Imagine. in the spring yard by Harmony. Take a listen to a short sample. find this for yourself just head back to the page you grab this episode of to be start live from or the link is just right there for those of you listening to our m4a version of the show we have some people we need to help out we need to lift we take special note of when people come out of their hiding <laughs> that's terrible with this <laughs> you need to work on that one well why don't you do one then Tim? no no it's time for rise from your grave rise from your grave Many two-piece start fans tend to lurk behind the shadows, hiding their faces by continually reading our comics, but never daring to leave a single comment. How dare they! So when one finds the courage to break free from the shackles of silence, we salute you. Our first great riser is Cheeky Pteranodon, who said, Hello, I guess it is time I rise from my grave, and formally join the site. 
I hadn't really become much of a reader other than Devin sending me a few comics every now and then for a quick laugh or a pick-me-up when I was blue. After I listened to one of your podcasts, another thing Devin forced down my ear canals, when he got a creepy comment, I decided to give in and read the comic in its entirety. And I surprisingly liked it, even though I can't say much about the podcast. Just not my thing. Even though I do find some of the features interesting. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Cheeky. Our other Grave Riser is T Warner 500 who says, Hey guys, guess I'm rising from my grave. Rise from your grave. <laughs> Good comic this week. Been reading and listening to the podcast for a while and decided to finally get in on the action. Just wanted to let you know that two-piece start should be in Awesome the Movie. Well, thank you guys for rising from your grave. Again, those of you who are still out there, Lurking. Well, come out. Come say hi. Even if it's Kirby LOL. I mean, we just we just want to hear you guys. <laughs> come on, burgers. You know you're out there. <laughs> I know you're... I know you... I know you read our stuff. <laughs> it's clear... It's clear... Really? <laughs> well, it's time for the most haunted segment of our program. The dreaded. Let me just stop you there. Who Kay. names themselves Burger? I mean, <laughs> burgers. I like hamburgers burgers. and all. Burgers, burgers it's yeah. plural. It's like, my favorite food's pizza. I don't go around naming myself pizza. <laughs> right? I, uh, it, it always amazes <laughs> me who names, you know... It, it, it's like, when, when you names. first join the internet, you know, <laughs> yes. you might pick a strange name, you know? Cause, because I understand this problem of like, oh, well, all the names are taken, you know? Yeah. So I need to find something strange, but like... Uh, severed cat on fire, you know, is not a good idea for a screen name. But what's funny is like people will do that, and then they're like, "Well, I'm always known as severed cat on fire, so, so that's what my email is gonna be, and that's yep, what my AIM is gonna be." And then pretty soon you turn thirty, and you're like, "Maybe I shouldn't have severed cat on fire as my work address." Which part of the cat is severed, by the way? You weren't very clear on that. <laughs> Which part's on fire? See, yes. l- l- listen, you guys. I don't know how much of the internet you've infiltrated, but just do me a favor right now. If you have a goofy name, change it to something legitimate, okay? <laughs> because one day you're going to live off that, and, you, and you're not going to want to change it because everything's going to be named under that. And you're like, oh, I can't go back. Well, the other two problems are, you know, the, all the numbers at the back of your name. Sorry, oh. DJ, but... <laughs> DJ86754, whatever it is. Right. I'm never going to remember that, ever. <laughs> you know? No, I think, actually, I think I maybe, is it 75782? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> you can never, and who wants all these numbers? No no offense, comatose 411. And the other thing is, like, my brother, he uses, like, his actual name, like, first and last. Yes. And, you know, the only problem there is, you just told the entire internet your first and last name, even if you didn't want them to. But that's, so, I mean, I would rather, I mean, here's the thing. Part of the problem I have with the internet is how anonymous it is. I enjoy anonymity mm. for, to a certain extent, but at the same time, it, it's so detrimental to the internet, too. Like, it, it causes people to do things they really shouldn't be doing. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you might never, like, flip off the guy in the car next to you, but you certainly wouldn't mind, you know, cussing out somebody on the internet, right? Yes. Well, you know, speak from... You know, just from your experience, yes. <laughs> no, I was talking about you. I'm talking about you, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. All my terrible words. It's like the time. <laughs> it's like the time when I got really upset. I was like, "Dang it! I mean, darn it!" I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> way to go, Ray! Way to I censor mean... your censor word." <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's how bad. That's how like I don't understand swearing. I really don't. I. I mean, 
Honestly, Tim, do you use cuss words on a regular basis? I try basis? not to, but I mean, yeah, it's kind of pointless. I can only understand it for like a comedic purpose, but for the most part, I've never understood the people who like swear and like, hey, man, whoa, what the like, F, man? Well, F like this. they swear and like, oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean for that to slip out. Like that was that was an accident. Mm. Like or when I, when I got like a, in a wreck in my car, like <laughs> I like hit my steering wheel and said a bunch of darn it, fricks, and dang it. You know, and like it was just a string of of very censored curse words because that's all I've known how to say. Like I've never said anything else, but you know, so it's like only. So if somebody you, lets it slip. That means like behind the scenes, they're cussing they up a storm. They must be cussing or thinking right. it all the time, then, right? Because right. otherwise, you're like, it's like the people get you know when you get hurt, you say "ow," like. Getting hurt doesn't actually make you say ow, okay? Like, n- there's no part of it that's like an, a reactionary, like, well, that's just what people say when they get hurt. That's a natural reaction. No, it's something that you learn. It's like in Japanese, when people are, like, unsure what to say, they don't say um, they say eito. It's like eito? How, like, how is that, like, um? Like, it doesn't make any sense at first, but it's just because that's what everyone does. That's what you learn. And so, the, like, this idea, like, oh, it slipped out. I'm so sorry. I don't like, know what that word means. I've never yeah. said that before. <laughs> yeah, I've never said such a thing. I don't know why that would come out. Get out of town. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. It's time for the most dreaded segment of the program. The Haunted Black Doom Award. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst <laughs> character Sonic Team has ever created, Black Doom. I gotta say, uh, Microsoft, what the... <laughs> Seriously, okay, so to respond to Sony's aggressive price cut and shrunken system, um, they've done a couple things. Um... One, they did lower the price of the Elite and gotten rid of the Pro. So now the Elite is two ninety nine, mm-hmm. which is it still doesn't have a Blu ray player, right? So right. it kind of is still below where Sony's you know price point is. Yeah, but they took out the HDMI cable. Oh, why? Wh- I don't really understand that move so much. Did it actually come with one before? Because I don't did. know if it did. The pro did, uh, the uh, elite did. Right, because okay. Elite, so the elite, it's elite. <laughs> it's like you have everything you need for like HD gaming. It's the best ever. <laughs> oh, never mind. We cut it $100, so we can't give you the cable. I'm sorry, anymore. it comes with an RCA cable then. Yeah, it comes with the old. That, yes, I mean, that does, old, it seems like if you were to take a price cut, you'd take out that cable. Well, yeah, and here's the thing. So people, they ask, like, well, why are you taking this cable out? And, and their answer was, I just love... I love the PR type of people at these companies. They're great. I can't wait to be married and have, like, a PR night at the table, you know? And, and she's like, why don't you take out the trash? I'm like, please wait for my official press release before, <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know? And then, like, like Sunday at 6, I'll have, like, a podium, you know? And, and, <laughs> and like, you won't okay, answer I'll, any questions I, yeah, directly. I'm sorry, no, no questions tonight. So, so his answer, um, this is the VP of Interactive Entertainment Business in Europe, Chris Lewis, says, We decided to remove the HDMI cable to enable more flexibility to consumers who can then decide which type of cable they want for their specific gaming and TV screen setup. Now, tell me something. Why don't they just sell me a, an empty box and tell me that they, they didn't give me an actual 360 so that I could have more flexibility in choosing which system I actually want to buy? Right? I don't understand how you can not include a cable and say it's giving you more flexibility than if you did have a cable. We're going to take away all these options so that you're stuck with one option, and that gives, and that you, gives somehow you more, more flexibility. Yeah. 
So, so they leave you with the worst cable possible. They don't even give you the uh, component cables. Well, now this is what they said. Really, components? No. Component, oh. which I mean, Dude. that's like that's what the Wii can handle. They don't even give you that. Did they did they give the same answer for the HD DVD? Like we're dropping HD DVD altogether, so that you can have more options <laughs> more as options, to what you yes. want to buy. Yeah, clearly. So the next thing they did was they jacked up the price of the arcade in oh, Europe, or in uh, England at least. Uh. So they jacked up the price to compete with Sony's price cut of the of the simplest version of the 360. Uh, the arcade, yeah, it went from 130 pounds up to 160 pounds, which is a pretty big jump. I, so their only response was that this is a first for the company. They've never made upward adjustments <laughs> to the trade price of consoles before. Yay, and that celebration! Even, even with the increase, the 360 remains the most affordable console in the market. <laughs> so I should be happy to pay more because it's still less than the Wii. And the third thing that I just don't get at all is they've, uh, they're adding the uh, Facebook and Twitter integration, mm. which is awesome, but it's a gold member-only feature. Dude. I'm like, Facebook and Twitter Ugh. is somehow like this, this premium feature for my 360 so I can use a little analog stick to type, to tweet my friends. That's not... Like, I don't understand how I'm that's sitting like... sitting next to a computer. To, that, that's nothing... That means, okay, all, if you already ever do have that? a Facebook account, you're not going to be like, oh man, I really want to get gold so I can do Facebook on my... First right. of all, we all know it's going to be more difficult to use Facebook on a 360, okay? That's a freaking given. Like, there's Because they're there's, using that stupid cover flow thing for everything, I know, there's no Facebook. way it's going to be easier by any... Like... No. It, it's kind of like the idea of like, oh man, I really want to buy an iPhone so I can use like the Facebook app. You know, right. instead of Facebook on my instead computer, of ever logging you know, like, onto no, Facebook like, on no my computer. No one's ever going to say that because it's it's not going to be like. Uh, uh, and uh, Twitter, I mean, tw- Twitter, Twitter on the go makes sense. Like I can see Twitter for the iPhone being more useful than Twitter on your PC. Yes, but not for the 360. Right, that thing's not, not for portable. the 360. Yeah. Okay, so that I don't get. And so then when they found out that this was like a gold feature that, that you know, Microsoft came out and like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, that's not official. We haven't we haven't made any kind of announcement yet." So like 5 minutes later they came out with the announcement that silver members would be able to have a trial right. membership of <laughs> Facebook and Twitter. So oh, that makes trial. it all better. What what is that like? It's like Twit. Is it <laughs> <laughs> Is this like your tweets can only be seventy characters? No, for now maybe for Facebook they're going to integrate the avatar system. So kind of like how they're watching the movies, it'll show your avatars like at computer desks, like hunched over <laughs> and like. And you, you know. can have a Facebook party where you're all posting on <laughs> Facebook at the same time. <laughs> well, That's my great. Black Doom Award. Uh, I'm gonna dish out two real quick. First of all, I've been playing Marvel vs. Capcom two for a while here with, with John. And, okay, there are four face buttons, and two triggers, and two shoulder buttons. Mm -hmm. And when you're on the character select screen, they all mean select. There's not one button that means back. There's no, like, undo. (laughs) It's like every single button is, like, select, and, like, you can't get out of it. Like, how do I go back to the title screen without, like, restarting the game? If someone can clear this up for me, that'd be great, because that's really frustrating and really friggin' annoying. That's ridiculous. And it's like, you know, I like, that's how it was in the Dreamcast, you know? So I'm like, well, maybe during the arcade port, you know, there was no back on the arcade, 
So it's probably like, right. well, you know, we'll keep that in the Dreamcast version. But XBLA, you know, like, we'll move people around the character select screen, and we'll give it better graphics and fix widescreen support. But going back, that's just too much to ask. That's just way too much. <laughs> All right, and this Black Doom Award is going to go to Grin. I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've heard about the Swedish developer Grin. But uh, yes. Recent reports of layoffs revealed that Grin was in financial trouble. Today, in a statement on the Grin website, founders Bo and Ulf Anderson announced that the company was officially closing, citing an unbearable cash flow situation due to delayed payments from unnamed publishers. In the statement, the founders mentioned our unreleased masterpiece that we weren't allowed to finish and thanked many of the companies they worked with. I love how they're like, it's too bad that we couldn't finish our unreleased masterpiece. You know, you know it's like, it's like when, uh, like, like with my brother, you know, when I was younger, I'd kick him or something. <laughs> I don't know what I do. I entertain my brother. All, I entertain my brother all the time. I'd be like, "Well, since you did that, now I'm not going to give you this candy that I was thinking about giving you." You know? Right. And I'm like, "You what? No, you weren't." He's like, no, "Yeah, you I swear yeah. I was going to give you candy until you did that." What? Right. No, you right. weren't. And this is the same thing. Like, well, we were going to release an, a masterpiece, but oh well. We I didn't get our money. Yeah. And, it, and it's come to pass. Apparently, it was uh, through one of their LinkedIn profiles. It was going. It was going to be a Final Fantasy game for Square right. Enix. But right. again, ha, ha, it's, come on, really? Like masterpiece? It's, <laughs> it's like it's like when Tubi start finishes. Like, well, we were gonna have a, the best comic we ever made. Funniest comic ever. The funniest but, comic ever. But we're just we don't we just don't have enough readers anymore. So we're yep. not gonna do it. We've been saving well, it for yeah, a year. Yeah, they can say it was going to be a masterpiece, but let's assume it actually came out and they, they didn't close doors. Probably got like a 6.8. I guarantee when Sonic Team is dissolved, they're going to be like, well, we have this masterpiece yes, Sonic game. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. If Square's like, if Square had some huge, amazing game depending on Grin's existence, right. and they commissioned them to, to make this game for them, don't you think they would, you know, lend them 50 bucks to yeah. keep their doors open a little longer? You know what I mean? I know. So I just, 50 yeah, I bucks. Don't... That'll feed the entire staff of freaking Cheeto. All right. Well, finally, we'd like to wrap up the show with Musical Misfits. Some great video game songs have been lost in the shuffle over time, and we play one in full after the show's over for those who still give a crap. Our listeners get to trade off every other week with my suggestions, so this week's song was submitted by KVB. It's the theme from Monty on the Run from the Commodore 64. I gotta say, nothing says musical misfit like this song. <laughs> so that will do it for this edition of To Be Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic, and every Monday for a brand new podcast, just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Click. Done.
the problem with episode 100 is that, first of all, it's episode 100. So it's assumed it'll be something big and awesome. And John Watts was like, hey, you should do your show live. You should make it a live show. To which I immediately had an allergic reaction to that comment. I was like, no, 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 no. Not yeah. doing a live show. Not at all. It's like, no, you should. It'd be great. You guys, you can, it'd be just like your normal show, except live. I'm like, no, you don't understand. That's, that, see, that's that, not that's, what a normal that's show is. That's not what a normal show is. Like, it's like, okay, sure, it would be 50 minutes, and there'd be no music, and the calls would be cluttered and horrible sounding, and, and it would be difficult to get through them. And it's not like people are going to listen live anyways. I mean, I guess we could have a live show, but most people are still going to listen to the recording anyways. So... It, like, what are your thoughts on episode 100? Well, yeah, a live show isn't... The people that are so excited that they actually listen live would be severely disappointed, I think. Because it's not going to be as exciting live as it would be recorded, to be honest. Right, because you know you're I mean? unfiltered. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you specifically. Yes, me specifically, yes. I mean, think about it. Why, why do you think Ray Bob Industries, Inc. still exists as a name? Because it's unique. Well, and it's yeah, right. But that's my point. Like Raybob Industries Incorporated is a terrible name. Okay, like I mean, it's it's just goofy and dumb. But yet, like I never think of it as that because I've had it for so long. It's like, oh yeah, Raybob Industries. Of course, it's just that's mm-hmm. what it is. It stands for so much more. But anyone who first hears it is like Raybob Industries. What what is this guy? Like what is your middle name Bob? Or he must what? have just joined the internet. Clearly. Yeah, just change it now. Believe me, before you become old, and then you it'll it's be too, too much late. work to change. It is yeah. too late. 